0: Hello and welcome to A Very Full Plate, the podcast where we're all about real food talk with real parents. Your hosts for today are Amy, a natural food chef and mom of two, and Emily, a professional home organizer and mom of three. Take it away, ladies.
1: Hi, friends. Thanks for joining us. I'm your co-host, Amy. I turn parents into kitchen ninjas to help them feed their families healthy food more often. I'm all about balance, real life, and having fun in the kitchen. You can find me at cookingwithafullplate.com and my Facebook page of the same name.
2: Hey guys, this is Emily. I'm a professional organizer who helps my clients simplify their lives so that they can experience harmony in their homes again. You can follow me on Facebook or Instagram or visit hallharmonyhomes.com. Come along with us while we celebrate our small victories and laugh at our challenges. And thank you so much for listening. Welcome, everyone, back to A Variable Plate. Um, Amy and Emily here, and we're about to introduce a longtime friend of mine. I went to high school with her. Her name is Stephanie Cahill. With episode 34 of our podcast, Stephanie joins us from so many different angles, and she provides a plethora of resources. I can't wait for everyone to listen. Stephanie is an oncology nurse. She's a dedicated wife. She is a special needs mom. She owns, uh, or she runs... CleanerStephanie.com, and she's also a major um, advocate for better beauty products, uh, among other things. So we were honored that she carved out the time with us, and I'm telling you, I was writing notes the whole time while I was speaking to her, Amy.
1: (laughs) I cannot wait to hear this one. I know when I spoke to Brie, my eyes were kind of opened around cleaning products and such, but I'll be honest, I don't really know a lot about cleaner skincare. And I don't know a lot about what I should be looking for or why I should be avoiding certain chemicals. So I'm really excited to hear this conversation. Uh,
2: Yes, I think Stephanie does a really great job at... Getting down to the specifics of what's wrong with our beauty products, with our cleaning products, and how you just hit a a point in your life. She hit a point in her life where things were just non-negotiable. She was (laughs) bringing those chemicals into her home. She sees firsthand how there are lifestyle changes that you can do to avoid major illnesses, all all types of illnesses she sees every day and um she just she even went to d c to fight mm-hmm. the um legislation. We were very fortunate to have her on, and she comes from an awesome angle and she's totally relatable and I think she gave me I, I always knew about the e w g and two of the things I took away resources wise was um the e w g app and then also um a natural farm in Vermont where you can order in bulk uh you can order like a whole cow yeah. so those are two things that I took away from that that I was like I need to make those happen in my life right now, even though I like to think I'm doing pretty good. She brought me to a new level.
1: Cool. I love these conversations because I think what it shows is all of us have the opportunity to do better. And that doesn't mean that like where we're at is any less valuable or impressive or something we shouldn't be proud of.
2: Absolutely. And you never know when you're, you know, leaving a good impression on someone with the things that you do and you can learn from everyone and they can learn from you. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce Stephanie Cahill for episode 34. Welcome everyone back to a very full plate. I'm really, really honored and happy to have, um, a friend of mine from high school on today named Stephanie Cahill. She has a really interesting story and our our topic this month is um, toxins in the home and trying to keep toxins out of the home. And so she was the perfect guest in my book. Um, Stephanie is a nurse. She is also a big proponent of um, cleaner uh, face products through beauty counter. She's also a mom and and she's all the things. So she's a perfect fit for a very full plate. And I just want to introduce everyone and start off by having Stephanie tell us a little bit about herself and <clears throat> her mission and all the things that drive her each day. So welcome, Steph.
0: Hey, Emily. Thank you for having me. Um, it's pretty full circle because I remember when. Remember, we went to the playground with the kids like two plus years ago. Yeah, I think it was like he was seven months. Your your son and yes, that was awesome. And you were eating paleo at the time. And I had I remember having a lot of questions because at the time I wasn't there quite yet but knowing yeah. that you were such a great resource and it's so cool that here we are with this platform and a very full plate in the podcast. And um, it's just a very full circle moment to be here. So That's thank you. True.
2: I, you know, I hadn't even thought about the way that we were the way I was eating back then, but it's, I guess it has been about five years. So.
0: Yeah. I remember you had your own packed snacks and you were just talking to me about how much better you felt energy wise. And really in a way you had planted a seed for me because you were someone that I knew in real life that was eating this way. You know, you look up things online and you hear things, but to actually know that someone who's implementing it and, um, with throughout their entire family too. So thank you oh, <laughs> for starting I'm,
2: it. I'm honored that you were inspired by that. Cause I would have never known that. And it, had you not shared it right now, I would have thought the opposite, you know, but it's great to know that you make small impacts, but just by existing the way you do,
0: you know? Yes. Yes. That was a pivotal moment for me. So. Very cool.
2: So tell us a little bit about your story and what you do and all the things.
0: Yes. So that was when Ben was seven months, um, Around two years postpartum, I found myself between a rock and a hard place. And I think that's a common time frame for a lot of moms. Um, We all have ongoing stressors in our lives and we're all managing a lot. Um, Ben was born with a congenital heart defect and um, low muscle tone and was later diagnosed with global developmental delays and nonverbal autism. And so around the two-year mark, I just found myself burning the candle at both ends, low energy, um, just depressed and um, went to my PCP and you know she kind of went the traditional route of uh, recommending vitamin D and an antidepressant. and um, while I did take her advice initially, I asked, you know how about implementing lifestyle changes, particularly diet? Have you seen good luck with that with your patients? And she said anecdotally, I have, but you can certainly try. Um, and so I did. I did a 30-day paleo challenge. And then from there, Matt and I did a whole 30. And that's really when things changed for me um, for whole 30. As many of your listeners know, so much of what I took away was label reading and educating myself on what's in our foods. And that was a real eye-opener. Um and so once we cleaned up the food piece and My husband and I felt so much better. We lost like a combined 30 pounds. My energy levels were so much better. Um, I found as a mom, I had more patience, more resilience. Um, My mood was better. And so really that whole 30 and label reading um, was the start of a lot of lifestyle changes and paying attention to things more. Um, And that's kind of where personal care products... Um, segued in as I learned a little bit more about how antiquated the industry is. I work as an oncology nurse at Brigham and Women's. So I see people through initial diagnosis, through sometimes end of life, and many cancers are not genetically linked, meaning they're caused by toxins and stressors in our environment. And basically, cancer is inflammation. Um, And so eating a whole foods diet is one great way to decrease the amount of systemic inflammation. And then I learned um, just how antiquated our legislation is. So to give you some context, the United States hasn't had a major legislative update since 1938. It's 2018. That's 80 years later. And since then, we've introduced about 80,000 chemicals into The marketplace, only 10% of which have been tested for human health issues. And so as a nurse, I really couldn't ignore this fact. Um, also comparatively the United States currently bans 30 ingredients linked to human health issues, whereas Canada bans 600 and the European union bans 1400. So we're markedly behind, um, Comparatively. And so I couldn't ignore that. And when I started going down the rabbit hole of researching um, safer brands, safer um, products, what really helped me initially was um, the EWG, org. And you can go on their website, but also they have an awesome app on your phone called Healthy Living App. And it's really kind of fun. You can scan your products. And I remember pulling up like my husband's axe. And my Dove body wash, and being horrified at what we were putting on our bodies, many of which were phthalates, um, artificial colors, fragrances, um, parabens, and all of those are linked to hormone disruption, infertility, um, birth defects, carcinogens, which cause cancer. And coming from the fact that I have a son with special needs and I am an oncology nurse, I just knew that um, my family and I were going to do an overhaul. And there's many things I can't control in my life. I can't control my son's trajectory and his developmental um, journey, but I can control this. And it's a very small... Um, but also easy change to implement. So I really recommend checking out the EWG and scanning your apps, excuse me, scanning your products on the healthy living app. And it rates your products from zero to 10. And I try to keep, um, products in my home at a one or a two, but I was my look, my lotions, my sunscreens were all scanning at seven, eight, nine, um, my makeup I've always put on like some sort of BB cream or some sort of light coverage. Um, I still struggle with hormonal acne. And that was horrible, my Garnier Fructis BB cream that I used for 10 years from CVS because honestly, it was cheap and I could usually find it on sale. And I've just learned to implement and also just invest, I think, in myself and my health. And it feels really good to make quality choices um, and not having such a blind eye. Um, Some other areas that I think are helpful to look at when you're um, considering switching over some of your products are one is your deodorant. Um, There's a lot of lymph nodes in your armpit areas. And again, that goes right into your lymphatic system and your um, blood system. And so switching over to a healthy deodorant, I highly recommend. my. We've personally used Native and I really like that brand, but there are many good ones out there now. Schmitz and they're more widely available um, at Target and, and um, brand name stores. Another um, area that I think is really important is our laundry detergent. Um, you know, you wash your clothes, you dry your clothes, and then you're you're sleeping in them, you're living in them twenty four seven basically. And so, switching over your laundry detergent is a huge one. There's so many artificial. Um, chemicals and fragrances and dryer sheets are a big culprit of unnecessary toxin burden. Um, and so, switching over to the like those wool balls that go in your dryer instead, not only are you saving money because you're not constantly buying those dryer sheets, but they also fluff up and dry your your clothes very effectively. You just need to buy them one time. Um, another area that I think is largely important is our sunscreens and lotions, things that you're putting onto your skin and that are directly absorbing into your bloodstream. When you think about the fact that your skin is your largest organ, it's a living, breathing organ. We oftentimes don't think of it like that, but it is our number one defense um, and protective measure is our skin. And every day at work, I'm applying nicotine patches and also fentanyl patches directly onto my patient's skin, because it's a terrific way, effective way, um, as an effective route of medication. So when you think, you know, if you, you can't ignore the fact that what you're rubbing in on your baby isn't being absorbed directly into him or her as well. Um, so, sunscreens and lotions and things that you're leaving on, especially as we're segueing into colder winter um, weather and everyone's, you know, eczema or just dry skin patches are starting to flare up, using some good quality, um, safe oils and lotions, I think, is incredibly important. And the fourth area that I think is really important to clean up is your, our cleaning products. Um, wow completely got away from 409 and Windex and all that, um, crap. I, um, now there is just so many great brands on the marketplace. I really like seventh generation. Um, they're also a B corporation, which is also what beauty counter is, meaning that they benefit, um, planet and people over profits. So that's one brand that I use. Um, and also now there are so many people educated on essential oils and you can make some great homemade, um, you know, using very few ingredients like vinegar, water, and essential oils. And you can also probably support a mom friend who is, um, selling oils as well. And I know you and I have both dabbled in oils. Um, so cleaning products, um, is a great one to, again, just decrease the toxin burden, um, another very easy one that we've implemented is not wearing shoes in our home. Um, We have multiple therapists coming in every single day for Benjamin's therapies. And we also have two dogs. So um, just decreasing like the dust and the junk that comes in off the street and and insisting that we always take our shoes and leave them at the door. Um, And so sorry, that was kind of a random jumble of where I, where I started, I kind of just jumped into some helpful tips because yeah. I think yeah. it can be overwhelming at first when you're trying to think about these things. But for me, it started with being incredibly stressed out, Yeah, <laughs> finding cleaner eating through the Whole30, reading my labels, and then downloading the EWG um, app and going from there with some of the very common things that all of us are using day in and day out.
2: Absolutely. I, I am going to put a link to the EWG app on our show notes. I thought you just landed on so many great takeaways all at once that I just wanted to let you go because I know that you're at the point in your life where you've probably simplified enough where, you know, all the battles you can fight and how quickly you can make the swap. And it's like, if you want to know the top five things you should do, here you go. Like, (laughs) yes. And I completely agree with them. Um, I, I also think that once you start one, it's almost like a snowball effect where you're like, wait a second, it's completely backwards for me to eat clean, but to keep putting this crud on my body because I'm still feeding it. And you're wondering why your skin's not clearing up or whatever it is. Um, and I loved your last tip about the shoes off because I always thought like people were just like, didn't want to sweep or didn't want to clean their floors. And they're just being kind of like uppity about it. But like a few of our doctors that we even go see, they're like, everyone take your shoes off before you come into our office. We're like, oh, so it's more about the toxins and about the disgusting right. things on the feet than it is about yes. not wanting to clean your house or whatever it is, or keep your carpets fresh. So I respect that. And I'm starting to enact it more and more in our home. Um, and I also have this great laundry detergent we use and I, the name of it is slipping my mind like right around the corner, but I'm going to put it, a link in it. My show notes, it's supposed to be all clean. They're little like safe biodegradable, like pods. I forget what they're called. But oh, cool. I work online, and they're just there's nothing bad in them. They're all like clean. They're mostly water, and they're like we're being duped because you don't really need that much to clean your laundry, <laughs> like, right? And all these senses,
0: and it also builds up a lot of gunk in your washing washing machine. Um, and so I think, yeah, we've totally been duped by thinking the more soap we use, the cleaner our clothes will be, but really, it's it's not necessary. The laundry detergent that I've been using is Molly's Suds. And I'm huge on supporting small and local. And I also just love hearing like brands um, origin stories. And Molly's Suds was started by actually a nurse as well, who lost um, a daughter very premature named Molly. And one of the things her, her doctors had told her was that, you know, we don't have a great explanation, but environmental triggers can cause, um, early infant loss or infertility and other things. And so she set out to create a cleaner laundry detergent. So I really like, um, using Molly Suds and that's pretty widely available. And it's also on Amazon. I don't like to use and go to Amazon for everything, but some things are convenient. And, um, another local place that I get laundry detergent from and a whole host of other cleaning products, just while we're speaking about, um, local and small is, um, oh my gosh, why am I blanking on just naturals? It's out of Bedford, New Hampshire. Um, and they also have an online business, but they also have a brick and mortar store and, Um, she's really been a pioneer locally, um, in the new England area. So just to naturals. And again, I'm not affiliated with any of these brands. I just love to share, um, a good, honest brand when I can and support those, you know, in light of the fact that we just had our midterm elections on Tuesday. And I loved seeing everyone's getting out the vote posts and it, there was so much energy this, this season, it seems like. But also keeping in mind that we vote every single day with our dollars. And that means supporting good, honest brands that are doing good work beyond just the product. Um, okay. And one thing that drew me to Beauty Counter, um, which offers a whole um, skincare and also makeup and family line, sunscreen, um, is the fact that beauty counter is not just product based, but it's mission based. And so first and foremost, our job is to educate our friends and family and educate the marketplace. And I feel like as a nurse that just, and a mom that felt like a natural extension for me. Um, so the education piece, just getting out some of these awareness facts and just how much, um, how far we have to go in the United States. But you can't just dump all the problems of the world on people and then not have a solution. And so we do offer a solution through our product line. But I also like to educate. It's not about just using Beauty Counter. It's using a whole host of good and honest brands that are doing this type of work. But the third piece of Beauty Counter or the third pillar that we're built on is the advocacy work that we do. And so I actually... um, qualified and was part of an advocacy trip to Washington, DC earlier this year of the top 100 consultants and got to participate in six congressional meetings. And actually my um, senator from New Hampshire signed on as a co-sponsor. And so to see that direct influence and change um that constituents can bring talking about these issues um has really been eye-opening for me and I love that Beauty Counter is trying to level the playing fields for everybody. Um and a rising tide lifts all boats. I'm starting to see Johnson and Johnson is cleaning up their products which is awesome because yeah. that is That's a product a
2: great thing, right?
0: Yes. And everyone buys J&J for baby showers, et cetera. So um, really furthering that work and Beauty Counter has been really a household name in terms of the advocacy piece and pressing for the Personal Care Product Safety Act. We also just helped implement a law in California that helps to protect salon workers because they are many times... It's interesting, because our legislation is so lax salons have a different umbrella and they don't have to disclose the ingredients in their products if it's a salon product versus on the shelf. That's crazy. Yeah. And so, um, California just implemented a new law to help protect their salon markers, which I think is great. So I think the nerd in me and, um, seeing things at a higher level, you know, that we can make changes and that starts with voting with your dollar day in and and day out. So I agree with you. We use that term. We're using that term more and
2: more in the last few months on the podcast. And it's something that I've always felt like I can't, I can't put scan something through, you know, the cashier and be like embarrassed by it. Like, I just feel like it's, I know I sound extreme, but like at one point I just felt like this, if I put something in my kid's body, it's not even their choice. It feels small, like small abuses. Like, yeah. And I understand that people have a certain budget and I'm not, you know, downing people for what they choose. But at the same time, you could buy coconut oil for most everything and just go, yes. with, you know, like just getting the education, you can still make small shifts and not really um, change your budget. Um, yes. So I just, I agree, like voting with your dollar and also saying like, yes, keep making it that way. You know, mm-hmm. keep keep your business going. I love supporting the small businesses, like you said, and knowing that their
0: stories are driven by passion and trying to make a difference and not mm-hmm. by
2: the bottom profits.
0: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And armed with information, we make better choices. And so really, I think the knowledge and the education piece is the cornerstone for all of this healthy living, the food, our personal care products, our cleaning products. Um, and it feels good to make better choices for our families. And like you said, they're the kids, our kids don't know. And this is, it's, this isn't just a women's issue. It's our kids issue. It's our family's issue. I'm not going to always feel like that.
2: Right. And, and, you know, I, sometimes I almost think someone who struggled her whole life has learned how to pull herself out and therefore is a stronger person who can handle all of the questions that you're facing, you know,
0: Yes, I think Ben has brought me a lesson in patience and also resiliency. And just some days it's about getting up and putting one foot in front of the other. Yeah, And I do feel better on a whole physically, mentally, emotionally, when I'm fueling my body with whole foods, when I'm using clean products, um, taking a little bit of that control that I can implement is is empowering.
2: Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about your website cleaner stephanie and like obviously you've talked a lot about what yeah, know, all your passions and everything, but I want to know like what your thoughts are, what your plans are, where you're going with it, what your hopes and dreams are for
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> I started cleaner stephanie 2 years ago um mostly on Instagram and then launched like a formal blog and it's been kind of cool like the food piece then led to Beauty Counter, then led to my blog. So it's, I also cleaned up my budget in that time frame. That's also something I'm really passionate about. Um, so it's amazing how it really does start. It started with food for me and then it's been a jumping point from there and um, like sort of personal growth. And then um, financially too, Beauty Counter has been an amazing way for me to save an additional way for my son's future. Um, So anyways, Cleaner Stephanie just kind of houses all of these things that I'm passionate. The work that I've done in D.C., I actually went in September with the Oncology Nursing Society. So twice this year, um, I've gotten to go to D.C. and talk about um, important issues as a bedside nurse and as a special needs mom. Um, And also recipes, um, a little bit about Cleaner Beauty um, and... It's hard. I struggle with sharing and not sharing. And I think anyone who's put themselves out there has felt this. Um, And so at times it's been a little neglected, but I try to keep showing up. I try to do my best and I, I love educating. So when I can, um, I, I do try to talk there and on Instagram are kind of my two places I hang out, but it's hard I think I've wanted to foster just more connection and that's a really important part of our health and wellness as well. Um, It's not just the physical, you know, eating, sleeping, um, but also our connection to other people. And as a mom, and then as a special needs mom, it can be very isolating. And so I've wanted to help Foster or grow any type of you know relationships and community there with other moms and other special needs moms because I remember how downtrodden I felt two years postpartum and if there's like one mom I can you know encourage to maybe clean up or just feel better because I've been on the other side too and I still struggle and go back and forth and have my ups and downs but on a whole I feel so much better than where I was um, when before I you know was largely just coasting through life not really paying attention to these things i thought i knew what a healthy diet was and i was so far wrong um you know counting calories and like eating restricting or low fat like all of that i'm just so grateful to be on the other side of that and truly feel better and so for any special needs mom out there who might be just so stressed out and burning the candle it can really be helpful to implement some changes and, and feel better for yourself and for your kids and your family and your husband and your other relationships in life.
2: And I would imagine that um, in a, as a mom who has a son with special needs that you, know, you, you may have anecdotal times where you felt like you're, doing, you're seeing better results for him, but more importantly, you know that you're relinquishing a small amount of control for his future That because you, you were saying, you know, I can't necessarily control his trajectory but I can control these things. And so this is me doing the best I can as a mom. Right. And also taking care of yourself. Exactly. exactly. Yes. It's really well for me. Like you do everything you can for your children and the rest is up to faith, you know, and that's, and that's it. And you, at least, you know, you're doing what you can. Yes. And, Cause that's all we can do. Right. Exactly. Um, and I, I love that you talked about connection. Cause I agree without the human connection, you can do all the right things and you're still going to be lonely or depressed or down or not feeling well. Mm -hmm. forget that, you know, I remember years ago seeing something like, you know, a night out with your girlfriends is just as important as going for a run. Like you need connection with friends and other moms, especially when we're in the thick of it, you need to make carve out time, even if it's a phone call or whatever it is, listening to a podcast, talking to other people and saying like, oh, you feel the same way I do. Okay, I'm not alone. Okay, this is harder than I thought it would be, you know? Yes. And so I love that you touched on that as an important part of detoxing. Like I really do believe that toxic thoughts are just as bad as toxic things.
0: Yes. Um, so you release the same hormones, um, with going out to dinner with your girlfriends, you release oxytocin, which is the same hormone you release when you're exercising, when you're breastfeeding, when you're having sex. So it's those feel good hormones that are so important. And we, I think, yeah, can underestimate just how powerful that cup of coffee with a friend is. Even just hopping on this podcast this morning, you know, is really cool.
2: I agree. I agree. And you know what? I remember your budgeting blogs and I would love if you have any tips that you can recall from it for some of our listeners, because we all basically are trying to do better, but we know that it comes at a price. So if you've got anything like either we can send a link to your clean of for sure on the show notes, but if the top of the head, you can think of anything you changed about your budget. Um, when it comes to clean eating that you could share, I would love to hear it because you never know when someone has something uh, valuable to add.
0: Yeah. Um, the biggest thing for us was starting a formal budget. And to be honest, Emily, I really didn't even know what budget meant. Um, we don't learn it growing up in high school, college, and then we're just kind of thrown into the real world. And all of a sudden you're getting paychecks and they're coming in and you're spending. And I just never had like my finger on the pulse really, um, until we, um, did a budgeting program. And we start, I started with like a Dave Ramsey book, um, which uses the envelope method. And then I found that using an online um, app called you need a um, was incredibly helpful for us. Um, some money saving tips that Matt and I implemented. One, as you know, meat is the most expensive. Um, you know, line item budget for food is your protein. And so we actually um, purchased a side of a cow um, from an organic Vermont farmer and purchased a deep freezer. And so our our basement has a ton of meat right now. Um, And so that was one way. We got our meat at about five and a quarter per pound. And when you go to the market, and that's for all different cuts of meat, it averaged out to $5.25 per pound. When you go to Whole Foods next time, it's so interesting when you start paying attention to the labels of how much pound per meat is. Um, so that was one really helpful way. And I'm happy to um, share that. It's um, Vermont... Oh my gosh. organic Natural beef. Vermont natural beef. Um, someone on my Instagram just asked me. Um, and then I pay attention to the sales. Um, Thrive Market can be a helpful way to get some pantry items at a discount. Um... I also use a local natural food store called um, Simply Wholesome here in Wyndham, New Hampshire. Again, trying to support local and small when I can. Um, set getting set up with a CSA box is a great way. Um, locally there's Farmer Dave's and Drake It. There are some great programs. Um, yeah, I'm drawing a blank, but I did talk a lot about this in three parts on my blog about the money piece. But really lifting the veil on our money has been a huge relationship saver and just a really again healthy kind of leg of health and wellness has been getting organized with our finances. And um I love using YNAB. You need a budget so much. So if anyone wants to talk about that further offline, I'm happy to um to help you. That's awesome. Thank you so much. We will point everybody to You
2: Need a Budget, to Vermont Natural Beef, and also to um, the other things and your website, of course. I can't wait to put all these resources online because I really think they're, they're just fabulous. They're going to be awesome. Um, Thanks,
0: Sam. So. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
2: ha- I'm so happy to have you on because I do think that you come from so many important angles and you also have been on the other side and you've been you know, in the trenches in your life, but you've also been on the up and it makes you so relatable and also someone to look up to someone to remember like, okay, this person is someone I can look to when I'm feeling down or has a great resource for this, this, and that, and gives me answers that I know I can trust. And that's like, Um, that's what we need. Thank you. you Like that's what we need in this world where you're not sure
0: who's right about what. Um, Thank you, Em. I feel the same. You've been a trusted voice for me and you've answered a lot of my questions on Facebook messenger about <laughs> paleo and keto curious and all of that. But of course,
2: I mean, I'm no expert. I just have my own life experience and that's it, you know, um, but which I, is gold, you know, it's that's true. Yeah, it really is. Um, I'm curious about your experience when you're nurse, when you're, uh, when you're nursing, when you're in, when you're in with a patient, And do they ever ask you anecdotally about lifestyle changes or does that come up much? You have to be really careful about your recommendations or how does that work out?
0: I do. It is tricky because it's so hard because, you know, the hospital is in a food contract with Cisco, right? And so the things that we have on our menu are like deplorable, but um, I I cringe when I see like some of the tube feeds, I read the labels and the number one thing um, is like... soy and canola, like vegetable oil. Yep. And, but I actually, there is a new tube feed, um, brand out that is actually all natural foods based. So, but it's like, you have to ask for it. So, <laughs> um, listening. Anyone listening? Yeah. If you have a loved one that's on tube feeds, um, and I can, um, get you the name of it. I'm drawing a blank at the moment, but it's all you could actually drink it as a soup or you could administer it as a tube feed, but it's all natural foods. It's actually sounds delicious. Um, but yeah, so it is hard. I've talked to like my dietitian friend who's like, it's really hard. We actually have more power on the outpatient side to make healthy recommendations. That being said, I had a patient recently with newly diagnosed leukemia who lost over like 80 pounds over the past year transitioning to a paleo type diet. And so, um, she really remarked on how much better she felt. Unfortunately, she still has a cancer diagnosis, but, um, she was in with her, her clean RX bars and Lara bar bites. And, um, for her, that was one way to feel better. Um, sure. but yeah, it can be tricky, you know, and also my patients are dealing with nausea, vomiting and pain. And so it can be an overwhelming time to then dive into cleaner eating, but I think it's about just planting those small seeds. And I think too, just being at work and bringing my own meals a lot of the time. And I've done four rounds of Whole30. So a lot of times my coworkers will just ask and they're curious and they've done some Whole30s as a a result. And so um, I think we're at a cornerstone where a lot of people are interested in this, um, cleaning up their diets and their lifestyle and um, health and wellness and cleaner, safer, natural, more products are the two biggest areas of, of the marketplace. Um, and so I found like beauty counter kind of marries both of those. And that was, um, just a, a, career change that I was, um, excited to, to go into, but cause I recognize and I see the need and I see that people more and more people are talking about this as we walk around with our smartphones, which can tell us everything. I think the veil is lifting and we're all getting more educated on a whole absolutely you know I almost consider
2: it like a grassroots health effort like you're not going to be able to be able to fix it from the top but you can definitely make a difference from the side you know um lot, absolutely he gets a lot of questions from his coworkers about what he's eating why he's eating and does he ever eat you know what I mean? yep <laughs> he doesn't usually eat lunch he eats breakfast a heavy you know he has like um bulletproof coffee you might have yeah. a- and then he has like a nut snack or like an Epic bar and then he eats dinner. And that's all he really needs so he yeah. found his balance. And I think it just looks like he doesn't eat.
0: <laughs> but they're
2: always like, wait, you wouldn't eat this stuff? And he's like, well, no, I mean, I'm trying to keep this autoimmune disease at bay. And yeah, uh, but I think curiosity definitely helps occasionally. And that can sometimes make you feel good. Like, okay, someone else asks, and because you never want to push it on people. But if right. you're asking because they're in pain, then you're going to go, well, listen, this is what you can do. And then you feel like you've made a little difference. And that's basically why I do what I do. And both from my organizing standpoint, but from this podcast, the entire thing for me was me just trying to like normalize healthy yes, that was the whole concept that like, I know that some people are, you know, I know my co-host is really interested in just help helping people prepare their meals. And, and, and she's so awesome at like making things just a one step healthier. And that's what we figure everybody just needs bite size. Yes. Because it's so overwhelming. It's like you said, your patients, they feel awful. Like they probably just want palatable stuff, which yeah. is like your breads and your salts and your,
1: you know, yep. all the
2: that we're going to say, no, don't eat that. <laughs> um, but anyway, I'm rambling. However,
0: no, I want to touch on what you said about your organizational work. That's another huge toxin in our lives is our stuff and just stuff and stuff and stuff. And yeah. And then having kids just compounds it. And so we've talked about like having you help me with my basement because that's another area to just feel bogged down and burdened from is things. And as I've implemented all these changes from food to lifestyle to personal care products to my budget, and now my physical space of just less is more, less is more is how I feel for all of it.
2: Absolutely. And I do, I do find that with my clients, my angle is always, it probably needs to go You know, if it's not serving you. Whereas some organizers, God bless them, are just really good at putting things in their place and making things organized and finding the right organizing system. I'm more like, what do you even really need? You know, I'm trying to get people to have fewer things to take care of because part of our problem is that we're so inundated with things we need to take care of, you know, our children, our own house, uh, the lawn, the, you know, cleaning, uh, cars, careers, like think about how much time we spend just trying to catch up on email, which was never a thing, you know, you know, cars, payments, bills, gymnastics, this, that, whatever it is you're, you know. Doctor, photo storage, photo storage, like who has time and when are you going to be so bored that you're like, I'm going to go through every single photo on Google photos. <laughs> no, <laughs> right? So I just think, I always say we need to be lean and mean. We need to be able to get out of this house in two weeks if we need to, you know, Yeah. I'm, like, I'm extreme, but I do think that we, people don't know it's, it's weighing them down until it's gone, Yeah. you know? And so that's what a lot of my clients say is like, I didn't realize how stressed I was about the stuff I own until it was gone. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Cause then you're just finding new ways to reorganize the stuff and keep it clean and stored. And, um, I'm being reminded of Gretchen Rubin. I really am a fan of her work and she's coming out with a new book, uh, called outer order, inner calm. And I love that just simple philosophy of cleaning up our physical space, um, and how healing and cleansing that can be for our, our emotional and mental health. Absolutely, I
2: I agree. I am putting that. I'm writing that down. I'm going to look it up, and also that's going to be in our show notes because I am going to probably live by that book. I need to. Yeah, I've read Gretchen Rubin's books. I love her four tendencies, and yes, I've learned a lot about myself and even my children. What's your tendency, M?: I I think that I'm an upholder, but when I'm feeling down, I'm an obliger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I have days where I'm like, I can take care of everybody else, but I just can't meet my own expectations today. You yes. Know. How about you? 100% obliger. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, she says that the majority of the public is you know, Yeah. Managers. And I find that I'm raising a rebel. Oh. Who will literally not meet anyone's expectations. On Maddie? Her. No, my, my middle daughter, Elise.
0: Oh, Izzy.
2: Um, and then I think my Maddie is an upholder because she's a lot like me. Um, but, and then my husband's a challenger. Okay, he, he just won't do something, yeah, I think it's important, you know, yeah. and then that's like that too, yeah, and which I'm wondering if, like the majority of men are like that <laughs> I feel like they just won't, whereas women will take care of somebody else's something because they we're used to just taking care of, I guess, but um yeah so uh, that was eye opening for me because there's so many things you yeah. learn about. You can do a personality test, you can do the Scorpio sign or whatever it is. You can look at all the different things
0: that people can be, but I thought that was a whole new angle, like, oh yeah, you know yes, and it helps you in the relationships in your life at work, at home, yes. your children um just help to better understand in laws you know everything everything, all yeah. the relationship webs that we have. It's, it's very dynamic
2: and it can be very complex. And yes. Super, I always find it fascinating. So that was a good point. Um, is there anything else you want to share with us about your experiences? Um, anything about Beauty Counter, anything?
0: Um, make sure we touch on everything. That thank you-, you for asking. I'm like quickly jotting or looking down at my notes that I had looked at. Um, one very, very simple way to advocate for um, cleaner, safer legislation is to text the word Better Beauty, one word, Better Beauty, to 52886. It takes two seconds from your phone and um, it'll pull up um, your legislators and send a message to Congress um, about the need for safer skincare legislation. Um, again, I think in our time, in our children's lifetime, there's gonna be a massive shift and we're kind of at the beginning of it and I hope You know, in five, 10, 15 years down the line, we're gonna make incredible improvements, but it really does help for our congressmen and women to hear from their constituents that this matters. Um, One thing that I thought was really profound is when I spoke to Maggie Hassan, my senator, of why she became a co sponsor for the Personal Care Product Safety Act, she said that she had received 30 letters over the year about it. And so when you think about that number, 30 is so small. That just took 30 people saying something for her to put it on her radar, for her to say, I'm going to co-sponsor this bill because it matters to the voters of New Hampshire or matters to the voters of Massachusetts. So never doubt just how um, powerful and strong one voice can be um, because it will implement changes down the line. I agree with you. And
2: I just did that. I have a question. Is it two different words or is it one run on word?
0: it's one, one, one word, better beauty. Okay. I'm gonna so that's a one quick and easy way to say you did something awesome today. Um, and lended your voice to an issue that matters for all human health.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I saw a little bit of, this is not the same thing, but the, so we were part of the, the gas explosions that happened here in town. And I mentioned that in my last podcast, yes. however. that aside, we did notice that when we roped in state representatives, we suddenly got better treatment. Wow. If you were to just be like, listen, I'm not happy about this, you know, and I don't know whether that was, uh, you know, this is not some knock on the gas company or whatever. I'm not getting into that. I'm just saying small things matter to those people that if you get on their radar, they're going to say, okay, this person is piping up for a specific reason and it matters to the public. Yes. So
0: so. I don't know if you heard about, um, I mean, there's been things coming up, but like the one hair care, um, lawsuit out of, I was in the New York times of a little girl who suffered alopecia from using these hair care products. And then last season, a Rhode Island mom, her daughter had used a a makeup compact from Claire's and she had it third party tested and it came back for positive for asbestos. And so, yeah, these things are, are creeping up. Um, and you know, I think, What I, I think sharing a little personal anecdote always helps. And so when I've shared about why I think the reason for safer skincare matters, you know, mentioning that I'm an oncology nurse and a special needs mom and using products that are linked to human health issues is just unacceptable in my book. And so again, I'm able to make changes armed with some information, um, and, and control what I can. Absolutely. I think it does
2: give you more like street cred that you have all these different avenues in which this matters to you. And yeah. you're facing it on all the langu- on, you know, every side of the spectrum, like you're facing the people who are now sick and you're not sure what you can do to help them, but you, this much, you know, can help prevent worse. And so
0: that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, and it's one of the, and just being moms, you know, just yeah. our kids futures, you know, absolutely, it's, it's a human health issue. It, it so is, um, where do you,
2: where's your like moral compass on it? Like, where do you draw the line between good enough as far as products go in your
0: home? And, um, you know, you get like, yeah, that's a good question. Um, for the most part, you know, joining beauty counter as a consultant, I get a discount. So most of the products I use in my home are beauty counter, but I do love, um, badger balm. I love, Um, there's a couple of other great, honest, honest is a good company, um, seventh generation. Um, but I use the healthy living app and out of curiosity, I like my products to be like on the one, two or three. Um, those are like the green zone and I just don't really go into the orange and red because why there's plenty of choices on the marketplace that can choose something safer. So, um, yeah, sunscreen is a big one. I really, um, yeah, me too love, I love the Adribalm and I also love beauty counters, but, um, I think that's a really important one. Yeah. For me, I, there's just no brainer. I, I mean, I feel like sunscreen, you
2: just rub it on them every day for four months. Like, yeah, I, I don't rub anything else on them the rest of the time. Like they sometimes have lotion, but, and, um, if there are a lot of times where I just don't do any sunscreen, if it's early enough in the day, cause I'm like, I'd rather do that than
0: you know, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a little vitamin D is good. Exactly. I like to get a little, um, exposure, you know, to my skin as well. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like, I remember when I was doing the whole 30 and learning about oils and like now I will never, ever have vegetable oil, which is such a deceiving name, right. Or canola oil. Yes. yes. And you know, it's derived from soybeans, which are largely, um, sprayed with pesticides and, um, again, inflammatory. So you'll just never find vegetable oil in my house. It's olive oil, avocado oil, coconut oil, and you just will never find those junky dove products and other things that I've used over the years. Um, It's just a non-negotiable noun. It's just how we live and what we budget for. And also when you're purchasing good quality products, a little goes a long way. Um, And so keeping that in mind, because there's no fillers, there's no... um, surfactants, there's no extras just to fill a bottle. Um, so that's another good point is you're using a little,
2: I agree with you. And I also find that I, I use like a underarm, um, scrub and mm-hmm. I actually stopped using deodorant. Believe oh, cool. And I, and I've had no need for it. I mean, wow. maybe in the summer, if I'm having like a really hot sweaty day, I might wear it. That was amazing to me because like over the year, over months of using this stuff called Pit Grit, which we interviewed, um, Katie Boyle from Boyle Naturals, after using that for several months, I find that I actually dry out my skin if I put deodorant on now. And I was like, why is that happening? So I stopped using deodorant and I don't smell. That's awesome. And I've heard that you can basically go a few weeks and not use deodorant and you'll stop smelling. I've heard people tell me that. Yeah. However, um... I had the personal experience of it. And now I'm like, that actually saves me kind of a lot of money because I was getting the really good right. one, and I still keep some around, yeah. you know, but I, I was like, this just, it makes me feel like, okay, I don't have a lot of toxins there anymore, which is huge. That is really cool. Yeah. And, um, it was just another life experience thing where I was like, yeah, it oh, just happened. Um, but I agree with you. It's non-negotiable. There are so many things I used to eat that I would never purchase and, I, and if you had told me, like, you're never going to eat oh Cheez-Its God. again or whatever it is, I think um, I'd be like, that's so depressing or something. I would think that I took some joy out of my life, but actually, I feel way better. And it's, yeah. not, ju- it's not just like a thing I say to convince people. It's like I actually love the things I eat. I crave like a f- real food more than I crave a sweet. Now, if I eat something out, that's like a brownie or something, I feel like I'm going to die after. So I don't yeah. even crave it anymore. I'm like, I might have a piece of chocolate, but that's it. When I'm, I'm talking about outside the house, I eat yeah. of inside the house, <laughs> but, um,
0: yeah, I feel so much more like satiated after like a real, real foods meal yes. versus the empty calories that don't really sustain you or fulfill you. And then like two hours later, you're hungry and then you're dealing with the sugar crash and then you're kind of moody and then you're lethargic. And I have ebbed and flowed and gone back and forth, but I always, always do feel so much better when I'm eating cleaner. Agreed. Agreed. I think that's a great, that's a great way to
2: kind of wrap up. Um, Stephanie, you shared so many amazing resources and it's clear that you've told your story before because it's so well told and you've touched on so many things. No, it is. I mean. Just trust me on this. Like it's very, it's clear that you've told your story a lot. And I love that you shared it with our audience. And I so appreciate you taking a whole hour out of your time where you, you know. Thank you, Em.
0: else. (laughs) No, this is a highlight of my day. So thank you. And I'm happy to connect with anyone else further offline. If any of these topics interest you or you have questions about any of the um, resources I shared. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Stephanie. And I can't wait to air this episode next week. Thanks. Um, yes. And we'll talk soon about my basement.
2: (laughs) Thank you for listening.